Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. 12 minutes after 7 on this Monday morning. The Milwaukee Business Journal's 40 Under 40 award show is tonight. I really caught on to the whole try to be more than just an athlete. Yeah, One of the winners of the honor in 2022, Milwaukee Bucks star Pat Connaughton. Speaking with TMJ4 News about why he was a 40 under 40. And actually, for Connaughton, it's really more about his work in the community and his growing real estate business. That's why he received that honor. But uh, what's great about Pat is he, like so many of the 4040s, soon recognize that they now belong to a group of people who support each other here in Milwaukee. They root for each other. They help each other. I want to take advantage of the opportunity to learn from others in the business world. And I've been fortunate in Milwaukee to learn from some of the best, the Matt Burrows, the Ted Kellners of the world, and just learn how they built their business. And I love that from Connaughton because he's a star in his own right, and he doesn't have to already be focused on the next Mm -hmm, level. mm -hmm. But to have a guy like that in that group... You know, once uh, Milwaukee Business Journal picks that group, they sort of stay together as a class. And then they kind of, you know, all right, Eric, who do you know? Who do I know? You know, sure, like, how yeah. can we help Network each other? Network and mingle, that's great. So some of this year's winners include Milwaukee Mayor Cavalier Johnson, uh, Megan Duffy, MU women's basketball coach, David Cohn. He's the executive director of the First Tees on the board at the Jewish Community Center here in Milwaukee. Good guy. I know him personally. It's another name you might recognize. Julie Niznanski. Is that Brian's wife? Yeah, Brian's wife. Yeah, who who got the better of that relationship? (laughs) She's uh, at Associated Bank and does amazing work over there. So those are a few names you may recognize. The other thing I love about the evening and about the list that MBJ puts out every year is uh, not just the names that we recognize, but you meet a lot of people you hadn't heard of before who are doing worthy things in the community, hadn't heard their names, or maybe don't even know about their business, and you learn about those people as well. Diverse group, race, gender, field of business, all kinds of different folks will be honored tonight. It's at the Milwaukee Theater. So you're there, right? You're, Sorry, you're... Miller High Life Theater. I want to give them their branding. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and I will MC, yes, along with Susan Kim. Okay. So we'll be reunited for one more show. <laughs> Man, that's worth the price of admission right there. Hey, you know what I mean? It's going to be a good show. (laughs) Milwaukee Business Journal's 40 Under 40 Awards tonight at the Miller High Life Theater. It's a a major award. A major award. Sports is sponsored by Holiday Automotive at Highway 23 in Fond du Lac. Holiday Automotive, it's worth the trip. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. After winning their first college basketball tournament game in 10 years on Friday, Marquette found themselves down by double digits early against Michigan State, but still gave quite the fight in the second half. Cam Jones, open three, is good! Right back, right back, huge. Oh, the crowd's going nuts! Homer and Tony on the call over on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee as Cam Jones mashes three there. After Michigan State nailed one of their own, but unfortunately, it would not be enough as they fall by a final score of 69 to 60. Omax Prosper led the way for Marquette with 16 points, and Cam Jones added 14. After the game, the Big East Player of the Year, Tyler Kolick, on what the biggest difference was in this game. Yeah, I felt like we never got into a rhythm. Like Ben said, we were turning the ball over a lot. 16 turnovers. I think that's that's unlike us. Um, and if you turn the ball over, you're not gonna you're not gonna get a shot up because it's going the other way. Uh, so I just thought they took us out of our rhythm. Uh, like Coach said, they're a little more aggressive than we were. 
with the loss. Marquette finishes their season with 29 wins. Staying in college hoops as UWM is moving on in their college basketball invitational, thanks to a ton of help from guard B.J. Freeman. That's the sixth rebound for J.T. at team high. Milwaukee down four. Freeman for three, and he buries it. Scott Warris on the call over on 101.7 The Truth as B.J. Freeman would sink that three and add 40 more points to finish the game with 43 second most in school history as UWM beat Stenson by a final score of 87-83 to in overtime. Next up for UWM is a quarterfinal matchup against Charlotte on Tuesday. And over to the NBA where the Milwaukee Bucks entered the night nursing a two-game lead in the Eastern Conference for the top spot and kept that lead. Thanks to some help from the big man. Inbound pass from Middleton to Lopez. Lopez right of the lane. Puts it on the floor. Drives around Siakam and flushes it through with a reverse jam. Oh, Brooke Lopez. The fourth quarter is yours tonight. He has scored all seven. Lopez would smash that in, scoring 17 of his 26 points in the fourth quarter to help the Bucks secure their 51st win of the season, beating the Raptors by a final score of 118 to 110. Giannis also had himself a night as well, finishing with a triple-double of 22-13-10, while also setting the franchise record for the most games played as a Milwaukee Buck at 712, passing junior Bridgman. After the game, head coach Mike Budenholzer on Lopez helping carry the team to a much-needed win. You know, I think what he did offensively was important, and then, you know, the defense always stands out. So, you know, it was a little bit of a muddy, you know, just a, a not a you know pretty game there, and um, he stepped up and, you know, kind of just changed our feeling, changed the momentum for us, you know, particularly offensively, which we needed tonight. Next up for the Bucks is a Wednesday night tip-off against the Spurs. And finally, over to the Diamond, where Team USA is heading to the World Baseball Classic Championship after thumping Cuba by a final score of 14-2 in the semifinals. Team USA will now play the winner of Mexico and Japan on Tuesday. First pitch is set for 6 p.m. Coming up, man, I wish they had this when my kids were little. 719 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Coming up on 723 this Monday morning, I want to tell you about a place in Wauwatosa that I wish had existed when I was a parent of young kids. And a lot of parents will definitely hear me on this one. It's a new spot open in Tosa. It's launched by a Tosa mom, now an entrepreneur and small business owner. She's got a great story about how this all started, why she thinks if you've got young kids, you too have been waiting for something like this. This is the Little Village Play Cafe. We're located on 65th and North in Wauwatosa, right next to Crafty Cow. Serving up coffee, treats, wine, and beer, Abby Gilman's new business just opened this month. Oh, well, do you want the long story or the short story? I'll take the long story. Give it to me. All right. She gave me the long story, so I'll give you the shorter version. About a year ago, I lost my job, and that was a tough hit for us. And I called my husband. We had a four-year-old and a two-year-old at home at the time. And I said, hey, honey, I lost my job, but I think I'm going to open up a play cafe. And I think he thought I was crazy and looking yes. for, like, a rebound idea. The idea seemed crazier still when Abby discovered she was pregnant with her third child, who's now four months old. But Abby pushed on, only gaining more insight into this business model by being a parent. There are not many places in the Milwaukee area where you can be an adult and a parent at the same time. I think parents are often forced to just be parents, you know, like go to the children's museum, go to the zoo. Um, and I really wanted a space where parents could connect with other people too, like 
people that maybe don't have kids or who have kids that are older um, and just remind themselves what it was like to be an adult before they were just parents, you know? No, that, and that res- really resonates with me. I remember, I mean, my kids are yeah. older now, but I remember when they were little and I, they were very closely spaced as were yours. I mean, I had twins and yeah. then a, a two-year-old on top of that. So just finding wow. a place like... I wanted to I wanted to take them out into the world, but you're right, they're not necessarily welcome everywhere and where's a spot where I could sit down and then kind of let them do their thing. Exactly. And I think before you're a parent, you're like, "Oh, that's cool. My kids will definitely sit at a dinner table cuz they'll you'll be well behaved." Yes, of course. Yeah, of course. And then you're like, "Oh no, I get it. <laughs> they're not being brats. They're just kids and they don't understand the rules of this world and I think we forget how short of a time they've been on this earth you know like we expect them to play by all the social norms and they just don't understand that yet so and it's actually so impressive how quickly they're learning so to put them in a space where they can learn and socialize and have fun and where parents can also sit back and relax and have a nice latte or something yummy off of a menu like I just didn't see anything in our community that offered that. The Little Village Play Cafe opened on International Women's Day. And having worked with a construction lead for her project, who is also a woman, yeah, there's a little bit of that pride running through this business. Kelly is um, one of the leads at Gardner Builders. She's also a mom and a woman in the construction industry, which I think is so inspiring. And then when do you sleep? Um, I don't much. sleep because <laughs> I have a four-month-old at home. Oh, my so, goodness. yeah, I'm really taking advantage of that cold brew on tap. <laughs> I know a lot of parents are hearing that. Vince Vetrano, WTMJ News. And again, the place is called Little Village Play Cafe. It's at 65th and North in Wauwatosa, Little Villa, the LittleVillagePlayCafe.com if you want more information on, on the ages to whom they cater, the menu, hours, all of that stuff, the LittleVillagePlayCafe.com. You're hearing that, righty? Like, oh, my gosh, absolutely. And you're like me. Like, you wanted your kids to be out. Yeah, don't want them cooped up at home all the time. Need them yes. out seeing things, experiencing stuff. And you also wanted to go. I was yes. working nights at TMJ4 when my first daughter was born. And like, so I had her alone by myself in her like early months mm-hmm. age. My wife worked, you know, so it was just she, she and I. And I wanted to take her to the coffee shop or do sure. whatever. Go but to the like, library. Right. You never know when the meltdown's coming or when, right? <laughs> and you want to be respectful <laughs> of other people there as well. So definitely recommend the little village play cafe.com. on Wisconsin's Morning News. That's our theme music for our guy in Secretary of State's office, Doug LaFossil. Sorry, I mispronounce that all the time. It's LaFollette. My bad. But this is not not the appropriate music anymore. This was the party music we played when he was elected for his 937th term. (laughs) Now, come on. That's not accurate. The Wisconsin Secretary of State held the office for about a half century. That is not a joke. It's no, somewhere in the true. neighborhood of 50 yeah. years that Doug LaFollette has been the Secretary of State mm-hmm. in Wisconsin. There was a little bit of a gap. He had won the office, then he took a, uh, a term off to run for governor unsuccessfully, and then was reelected then in the early to mid-80s, I believe, and okay. then has never relinquished the office. But the man who is maybe his most... He, what does the Secretary of State do in Wisconsin? 
No one has an answer to that question, right? <laughs> because the answer is virtually nothing. There's very little constitutional power that rests in that position. Maybe LaFollette's most significant accomplishment in that 50 years was he did get a plaque installed on a bust in the Capitol of fighting Bob LaFollette, who is a distant relative. And it was a long process, two years it took to achieve this, because we had to do it with a committee. Actually, the one thing that resonated with me about what Secretary LaFollette had said is it took him two years to get a freaking plaque. Right. <laughs> like, because there was a committee. Committees and blue ribbon and, commissioner and, and pushback and yeah, everything. Right. Two years it took yeah. him to get a plaque, but he yeah, certainly thanks. had the time. Rooked. So he was just reelected in fall, if you remember. He was sworn in in January for a four year term and now says, quote, after many years of frustration, I've decided I don't want to spend the next three and a half years trying to run an office without adequate resources and staffing levels. All things he knew before he ran for election again for an unprecedented, what did I say, 937th term? <laughs> That's not accurate. That was his statement quoted in the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. So there's that. Like, come on, man, you knew. Okay, so but, what are you suggesting? So are you would, implying Wouldn't you know, Eric, there is a Democrat who's recently out of work, ready to step right in. Governor Tony Evers intends to appoint Sarah Godlewski, former state treasurer, who bowed out of the Democratic primary for U.S. Senate. So she didn't run for treasurer again. She was running for U.S. Senate. Mm. She didn't win. She's a rising star yeah, of the Democratic say, Party that, in the state. That does make sense for the Democratic Party, because she is something that they're going to want to, they're going to want to work around her to yep. find a way to get her higher and her right her, her future career. is not yes. to be the secretary of state Correct. for wisconsin they have high hopes for her and you can't have her on the sidelines so that's what the governor plans to do with that position some republicans already prime foul saying look lafollette knew he wasn't going to serve out the term you guys set this up just so you could get godlewski in there i don't know about all that either way that's politics but mm -hmm. i just think come on man after all that two years two years do you want, oh, yes, I do. Yes, I I'll play it. Fine. Eric likes <laughs> the you. most from that news conference where LaFollette <laughs> was announcing part. the new plaque for the bust that in his own news conference during the run-up and the ceremony, they were singing songs, his phone went off and he took the call. No, my car's warranty had expired. That's the worst Hello? feeling. <laughs> it was at his show. <laughs> That's so, the worst feeling ever. Just so you know, Wisconsin State Secretary Doug LaFollette is retiring. 745, Brandon Snyder has sports coming up next. So Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. With only 12 games remaining on the regular season schedule, the Milwaukee Bucks were looking to cook up some home wins and tame the visiting Raptors and did so with some help from the Greek Freak. Giannis goes galloping through the defense. He'll have an easy nerf hoop dunk with the right hand. It makes it look so easy. Dave Kane on the call right here on WTMJ. Giannis scored 22, grabbed 13 boards while dishing 10 assists. And the Milwaukee Bucks, the number one team in the Eastern Conference, defeated Toronto by a final score of 118-110 for their 51st win on the season. After the game, head coach Mike Budenholzer 
on Giannis and his ability to keep on growing. He just continues to grow and, and understand. And, and, you know, like we mentioned earlier, we've had a lot of battles with these guys. Uh, you know, I think there's an understanding from him, you know, kind of their mindset. You know, so I think that helps him going into it. And, you know, guys making shots around it, you know. Yeah, you know, I think just he, he's his feel for the game and, and you know what teams are going to do to him different nights and night in and night out. You know, is, is just growing and, and in a good place. Giannis now becomes the franchise leader for most games played as a Milwaukee Buck at 712, passing Junior Bridgman. Over to college hoops after winning their first round matchup at the college basketball tournament on Friday against Vermont. Marquette found themselves in a late battle against Michigan State in the round of 32. Marquette has it beyond the three-point line, driving baseline, Iguodara. Back out to Kolick. He's got the open three. Good! Marquette up three! Omer and Tony on the call over on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee. Tyler Kolick would drain that bucket, but it would not be enough to get Marquette to the Sweet 16 as they fall to Tom Izzo and Michigan State by a final of 69-60. to after the game, head coach Shaka Smart on the letdown for his squad. I thought they played with great aggressiveness, uh, particularly early in the game and at the very end of the game. And uh, those two stretches were the, were the difference uh, in the outcome of the game. I thought our guys showed incredible character and fight to bring us back from being down 13 early to having a three-point lead uh, in the first round of the second half. Offensively, not just not one of our best games. A team once picked to finish ninth in the Big East finishes the season with 29 wins and a Big East title. And staying in college hoops, Wisconsin is moving on in their NIT tournament with a nail-biting win over Liberty at the Kohl Center by a final score of 75-71. to Chucky Hepburn led the charge for Wisconsin with 27 points. Next up for Wisconsin is a matchup in the quarterfinals against Oregon on Tuesday. This college basketball tournament update is brought to you by Outdoor Living Unlimited. And finally, over to college hockey where the Wisconsin Badgers women's team was in search of some more hardware to add to their collection. Cammie Cronish has her hands on her head already. It's over. A record seventh national championship for the Wisconsin Badgers. The Lady Badgers defeated Ohio State 1-0 in the national championship to secure, get this, their third title in five years, and even better, their record-setting seventh championship in school history. Not too bad. Coming up, could President Trump really get a- arrested this week? That's next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Wisconsin's Morning News. Mark Tauscher's out today. Uh, so we're going to take a chance to just update something that's going to be a story through the week. You had the extraordinary post on social media this weekend uh, from former President Donald Trump saying he expects to be arrested on Tuesday. So let's start with what that's about, Eric. And these stem from the investigation into the hush money that was paid to the porn star prior mm-hmm. to the election in 2016. Yes, and a Manhattan grand jury is hearing this case. In fact, they're still hearing it. The grand jury today is expected to hear from a new witness, Bob Costello, an attorney and longtime Trump ally who used to represent Michael Cohen. And in a letter to prosecutors obtained by ABC News, Trump's legal team asked for Costello to be allowed to testify, we're told, because they said that Cohen once told Costello that Trump committed no crime. 
Cohen told us he has been asked to be on standby for possible rebuttal testimony. So the former president announcing over the weekend that he'll be arrested on Tuesday. Um, no, There's no evidence to indicate that's going to happen other than we know that the, they're moving forward with that investigation. And the nuts and bolts of the case for average folks get pretty confusing here. I mean, basically what this comes down to is it's not illegal to pay someone money to not talk about things. That's not illegal. What's at question here is whether the president or then candidate Trump improperly used campaign funds to fund that transaction with Stormy Daniels. So that's what it's about and whether or not they can prove that and the indictment comes down uh, still remains an open question. So where the president is getting Tuesday and where the former president is getting I'm going to be arrested that remains a mystery to a lot of people who mm-hmm. are close to this. And Trump's spokesman uh, has said that they've received no notice from the DA's okay. office on this, so we haven't heard anything like that. We do know that the uh, former president asking for people to protest when the indictment does come down. We did hear from the House Speaker, Kevin McCarthy. I don't think people should protest this, no. Uh, so he says, no, don't protest, although McCarthy says they do want to investigate the DA. They want to investigate the investigators. Yeah. Is this a politically motivated Right, that's what what they're curious about, how how this has gone about. And then, last thing on this is the question of, even if the indictment comes down, or multiple indictments, or whatever comes of the grand jury, Eric, is when I hear arrested, don't you think, like, cops showing up, they read you your rights, and they slap the cuffs on you? Yeah, perp walk. (laughs) Does anyone think that really is going to happen? Virtually no no one thinks that would happen. Walk with his hands cuffed behind his back. Right. Head ducked into the back of the squad. But that's the image that he's putting out there and i'm not saying it's going to happen i'm not saying it isn't i just that's the image that he's putting out there on social media like i'm going to be arrested and i i mean if you're still hearing some testimony today you would assume that an arrest wouldn't be 24 hours from now would you like even an indictment right which remains like i said an open question correct so we'll see what the grand jury decides. Pres- uh, former President Trump has put that out there, and we'll be watching that story closely through the beginning of the week.